Welcome back, everyone, to Episode 2 of Consenting Adults. I'm so glad you came back for more. You know, a lot of the guests who go on this show will ask to remain anonymous, which is completely understandable because outside of their private lives, they still live seemingly normal, traditional, maybe even vanilla lives like so many other people. And while they're willing to share what goes on behind closed doors, they're not quite ready to let everyone know who they are. But not today's guest. He's a known actor who is at a point in his life where he's ready to let the world see him for who he really is. I no longer wanted to live the lifestyle I was living. Marriage, kids, college funds, uh, house, cars. And what kind of changes did you make? I um, got divorced. So let's get to it. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, grow up. So dirty talk, so sex talk. Yeah, it it started off as dirty talk. I was actually, like, very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) And you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah. And then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. You may recognize the voice of my guest today. Although if you're watching on video, it's very likely you would recognize him because he is an actor who's been on shows like The Shield, where he was Detective Billings. He played Virgil, opposite Claire Danes in Homeland. He was on Due South, Sons of Anarchy, Bosch, just to name a few. Ladies and gentlemen, David Marciano is joining us from Jersey today, right? I am in Jersey. I'm down at the Jersey Shore in Bradley Beach. Don't know why I was surprised to find this out. You're 60? That's right, baby. How did that happen? Okay, are you ready? This is so exciting. I was born in 1960, Mm -hmm. which is the year of the rat. I am 60 years old. And 2020 is the year of the rat. You know what Asians say about that? Mm. When it's your year, it's either going to be really good or really bad. Oh, no, no. It's amazing. Momentous. Yes, it's already. It's been the most fulfilling year of my life. Wow. I'm glad to hear that because 2020 is a, it's tough for a lot of people. Uh, People who are on the hamster wheel, people who are beholden to chasing the mighty dollar, people who have, are dependent upon uh, the material and physical world for their uh, welfare and well-being. Mm -hmm. But for a guy like me, who's an artist and a poet and an actor, it's, uh, my life hasn't changed. You're going with the flow. Yeah, I, I, I fly on the, 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 the winds of time. I go where my heart tells me to go. I do what I'm compelled to do, what I'm inspired to do. And my life's an open book. Has it always been an open book? Uh, yes, it has. I didn't know that that's what I was doing, you know, oversharing. People would call it, you know, TMI. (laughs) (laughs) I was just telling them the truth, my truth. As it pertains to this show, because in talking to people, I've come to realize that, you know, you're not dead when you hit 40. When we were younger, we thought 40 was old. Now you're, I'm 50, you're 60. And I kind of feel like, man, I've actually never been better than I am right now. I don't know how open you've been with your personal life, 
which is why you're here now, because we're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But with age comes wisdom, and you've had all this time to make mistakes and to be able to allow yourself to be. You've taken care of the schooling stuff and then the kids and any marriages or marriages that might have failed, and now you're finding yourself and, and, and just doing what makes you happy, which I hear you've been trying to do uh, kind of like always, right? Yes. Like you making that turn, even though someone else is telling you don't turn that way, you're still turning. Yes. I've always followed my heart. I've always done what I've been compelled to do or inspired to do. Now, just to go back a bit on what you talked about turning 50, when I turned 52, which was eight years ago, I no longer wanted to live the lifestyle I was living. Which, which was what? A traditional lifestyle. Marriage, kids, college funds, uh, house, cars, a material lifestyle, right? Everything that you see that the media presents or everything that your parents did, I had gotten tired of living in this energy, this hamster wheel energy, you know, the consumer lifestyle. Even though I was very free and I was an artist and I was doing what I love to do, but at 52, I, I looked at my life and I said, wait a minute, I have 20 vibrant years left. I may live longer, but I have 20 vibrant years left. And the first 10 are more vibrant than the second 10. Mm -hmm. So it's time to start living. You've heard the expression in America, we live to work. In Europe, mm -hmm. they work to live. So I just wanted to live. And what kind of changes did you make? I um, got divorced. It was the first change I made. Mm-hmm which was the last thing I wanted to do ever in my life. While some people may see divorce as a failure, I actually know a lot of people who are much happier now that they've been divorced. Yes, yes. A divorce is a loss. Uh, getting, losing your job is a loss. What I always tell people is, first thing I say is, I'm really sorry, congratulations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because this is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. This is a wonderful opportunity for you. Did you feel alive after that? Oh, yeah. Like I was shot out of a cannon, like a gorilla let out of a cage, which, uh -huh. <laughs> which is a good transition into what this topic is about, because that's the first place I went. Mm. The first place I went was to call upon all those lovely ladies who... who um, were sort of dancing around my energy field, but because I was married and I made a commitment to monogamy that I, I, uh, I had to decline. And I got tired of declining sensual experiences with other sentient beings. So you're saying you were like a male whore for a short time? Hey, now. And I say that with the utmost respect. <laughs> I, I kind of so look at my. You let yourself. I kind of look at myself as like a bull in the harem. You know what I mean. <laughs> so you let yourself have some fun. Yes, I didn't deny myself any experiences that the universe presented to me. When I was married, I had to deny all these experiences. All these experiences. How many times you've been married? Just once. Before you ask marriage. me how many times I'm going to be married. Just once, really? You got that right. Today, I have no interest in being married again. Today. Yeah. In this moment, I have no interest in being married again. Doesn't mean a moment from now or, you know, but. Well, that's true. I mean, you could meet someone and just head over heels and that's, you're done. Yeah. And actually, who wouldn't welcome that feeling, right? Okay. 
let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about that feeling. <laughs> All right. That fleeting feeling, that that feeling of I've heard someone call it. Uh, there's a psychologist that calls that initial uh, Cupid shot with the arrow feeling as limerence, mm. where it's this the in love stage of the relationship, the romantic stage of the relationship where you're it's infatuation. Right. It's not it's not love. We call it love. Mm-hmm. We call it being in love, but what it is is being infatuated or being what was this one this one woman this said about me. She saw me with this girl and she told this girl, you better get away from him because he is smitten with you right so smitten we love that feeling it's very romantic it is and it's blissful and it's and it's 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 an illusion (laughs) (laughs) it's it's short term (laughs) it is and then you have to get down to the everyday um, exchanges of having a partner Mm -hmm. i had to learn that love isn't a feeling love is an action right and that action is service so so god is love so love is work yes. love is work well it it is it is but it doesn't have to be because someone also said well oh, well love is you know, love stinks uh no the absence of love stinks right mm-hmm. the work about love is hard but love that's love shouldn't be hard Love should be free. It should be non-possessive, which will get us back to our topic, right? Sure. Love should be uh, freely given. Love should be altruistic. Like if you and I were in a committed relationship and we loved each other and you said, David, I love you very much, but I can't keep my eyes off of Joey. I need to go away with Joey for a week and just be who I am. If I truly, truly loved you, I would allow you to do that. And David, would you? Yes. Oh. If I say no, you're probably going to go with Joey anyway. Yeah, but what I'm asking you is, would you be okay with it? Like, really, would you be okay with it? I'm learning how not to be jealous. Ah. I'm learning to know if Joey is, if Joey's going to make you happier, Lena, then I want you to be with Joey. If you think that you're going to have a more fulfilling existence with Joey, then I want you to go with Joey. Because I don't want you to be with me if you're unhappy. That's not love. That's possessive. That means I pos- I'm possessing you. I'm keeping you here against your will. And I can't do that anymore. So then really, at the end of it, it's, it's not about me or Joey. It's you. What do you mean? I think I know what you're saying, but expound. It's whatever's going on inside you. It's, do you take it personally? Do you think I'll love you less if I go with Joey? It really doesn't have anything to do with me or Joey. Joey could be anybody. Yes, so Joey's ex. Totally doesn't matter. Absolutely, Joey's ex. And I, and I tried to explain this to my ex-wife. She would blame this. She'd blame, she blamed so-and-so. And I said, no, no, no. You can't be mad at so-and-so. So-and-so's ex. Right, exactly. Um, so then it, it comes down to just then me and you. Yes, and our understanding. It comes down to our arrangement, our understanding. Right. And I know I'm a great guy. I know I'm an amazing guy. I know I have so much to give emotionally, spiritually, sexually. I do. But if it's not fulfilling for you and I truly love you, I release you with love. Go. Enjoy. 
And look, if you ever if you ever want to come back, come on back. Well, wait a second. Why do I even have to go? You don't. Why can't I stay with you and still hang with Joe? You can. You can. And you would be okay with that? I don't know. It depends. On Wednesday night, if Joey wanted you and I wanted you on Wednesday night, we might have a little problem. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know the ramifications of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So then let's take a look at the situation when it's the other way, when it's you wanting to go with someone else. Now, when you love somebody and yet you can still be attracted to someone else and want to spend time with someone else, does it subtract from whatever you feel, whatever you feel with this one person, your part. Oh, that's the hard part. Okay. Yeah, that's the hard part, right? So, does it does it subtract? Not if you live in the moment. So there is no past, there is no future. There is only this moment, and right now, nothing else exists except for you and me in this moment. Nothing. It's a dream. It's gone, just like a dream, right? Right here, right now, it's just you and me. And if I can learn to live in this present moment, then therefore it should not affect anything past or future. Yeah, but that's, that's not easily done. No. Right? No, because we've been conditioned. Because we've been conditioned otherwise, right? Oh, I, I absolutely agree on that. Yeah. Do you think people were made to be monogamous? I think it's a cultural construct, monogamy. Yeah, I don't think by nature we are monogamous. Do you agree with it? Do you believe people should be monogamous? I believe that if a couple chooses to be monogamous, then I agree with it for them. I support that. I support that decision for them. If a couple chooses not to be, I support that position for them. But what if one person believes in monogamy and the other one doesn't? Have you been in relationships like that? Yeah. That can't be easy. No, no. I've had a, I've had a difficult time with monogamy my whole life. Mm-hmm. So then did it turn you into a cheater or did See, it? That's a word. I, that's the word I knew was going to come up today because it, it's, it's, it's such a, so yes. Okay. So say yes. Right. For a lack of a better term. So if, well, without the other person's knowledge, right. that's what you are. Right. Okay. So you were the person or a liar, who, or a liar, right. Cause you deny it. Right. You lie. Unless you hide it, then you didn't deny it. Right. But, and to me, withholding truth is the same thing as lying. Yes, I agree, 100%. So yeah. the easiest thing to do is, is to get consent, right? Hey, honey, I'm down at the bar, and I'm hanging out with Mary, and Mary wants me to go home with her. Is that okay with you? Uh, fuck no. <laughs> uh, do you want to come too? Okay, well, what does Mary look like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean... So if you're honest about it, you're not a cheater, right? Um, I guess, well, then now we're talking semantics. I, yeah? I know, I know. That's why I don't like the word because it's very hard. It's, 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 well, it's, it's not the, it's the same thing as using the word normal. There's right. like, right. you know, right. I agree. So you've been in situations, you know, your whole life in relationships where there've been times where you didn't want to stay monogamous. How did you deal with that? Because I would suspect that most of those women wouldn't allow you to play. No. I've had sensual experiences unbeknownst to my partners. And have you ever been in the situation where you just came out and told them or asked for permission? Mm, no, not yet. Okay, so you've never been in a, in a situation where... Um, I'm looking for that. 
That's what I'm in search of. Ah. Do you know the difference? And I dipped my toe. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, you did? No, wait a second. (laughs) I want to know about that toe. First of all, (laughs) and I know this is going to sound kinky, but it's not. You've got great feet. (laughs) I do. I do. How do you know that? How do you know that? Because you had your toenails painted once for a poker party at my house. That's right. And we did that whole sock thing in our feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, right. Yes. Thank you. I do. Yeah, I do. Thank you. All right. That's another show. Yeah. So you dipped your toes. What does that mean? What'd you do? Uh, I went on to this... uh... I went onto this website. Uh, oh God, that's how it all starts, David. That's how it all starts. Yes, okay, yes, so you went on yes. Website. My wife blames the uh, technology and the internet for our uh, our problems. Yeah, yes, she does. <laughs> it's technology's fault. Like, come on, like I wouldn't have found another way. I mean, come on. Smoke signals, you would have done it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. Okay, so what what kind of site was it? Like swinger site or yeah. It had a bunch of different non-traditional relationship couples, all different kinds. And what were you looking for? I was just looking to explore, just to see what that, what that world was like. I went to a, um, a nudist beach party. I'm sorry, pool party. So this is so crazy, right? So I'm reaching out to all these women on the site and like nobody's getting back to me. Nobody's getting back to me because... They don't like single men on the site. If it's a married man with a woman, there's a lot more opportunity because there's other women who want to get involved and there's other men who want to get involved and they don't look at that as like a pariah or someone who's just looking to, you know, have sex with. Right. Well, you seem safer when you're part of a couple. Right, right, right. So, and one of the questions in the site was you could, you could use this community to uh, promote your business. So I put in acting teacher, right? Cause I'm an actor and I got a response from this one guy. He says, I've been in the music business for, you know, my whole life, but I want to start acting. Uh, I saw that you, you know, I know who you are. I saw that you, you know, you, you, you teach acting. Um, I'd like to get together with you. And Oh, by the way, here's a picture of my wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> And he just sent me all these naked pictures of his wife in like various um, interesting positions. Wow, that's a different PayPal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a barter system. Mm. <laughs> you know, he said, I could pay you or, you know, you could, uh, you know, enjoy yourself, you know, one afternoon with my wife. And you did? Yes. And how was it? I kind of bandied about in that arena for about three to six months. And what it lacked for me was intimacy. Mm-hmm. So everyone was having sex with everyone else, but it wasn't intimate. It wasn't connecting. It was just how crazy can we get? You know what I mean? How? So then it's not just a sexual thing for you then? No. That's why I've been having a challenging time with finding uh, getting my needs met, right? Do you know much about polyamory? A little bit. That was my my first introduction was with um, an actress who came to do a guest star on Due South. This was in like 95, 96. And, and we had amazing chemistry. I mean, we would have had sex in my trailer if I wasn't married. You know what I mean? It was just 
nuts. Mm-hmm. And we stayed in contact over the years. And it turned out that she was part of a polyamorous community. Soon as I separated from my wife, because the universe kept bringing us together. As soon as I separated from my wife, she was one of the first people I called. And she said, what are you doing? I said, uh, me and my wife just got separated. So she goes, so are you coming over to fuck me? <laughs> I said, uh, yes, yes. You knew you already had chemistry. Oh. So there was already a connection. It wasn't pure. In fact, if anything, it's kind of been pent up this whole time. Or, or I said, I'm coming over. She said, are we fucking? I said, sure. Sure. I wasn't, I didn't know that that's why I was going to come. I mean, you know, there's always a hope in the back of every man's mind when he goes to visit a woman that it's going to lead to sex, I think. Um, and did it? Yes. And the fantasy was better than the reality. Really? Oh, that's a disappointment. It was. It was very disappointing. Why? Don't know. Maybe because it was so many years later. Meaning what? She's older? Not that she was older, just that the, I don't know. It was the fantasy. Kind of like the firecracker that was supposed to go and boom and then you yeah, just, right. it just fizzled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and did that turn you off on the whole idea or did you continue to eventually seek out the stuff that you were looking for? Um, I would go on these dating sites and... When I would meet somebody for coffee and they say, what are you interested in? I would say, I'm interested in romantic companionship. I said, I'm just coming out of a 25-year marriage. Today, I don't want to be married again. And I'm not looking to get into some kind of committed arrangement that's like a marriage. I said, I'm looking for something that has all of the fun of a boyfriend and girlfriend without the emotional complexities you will be treated like a queen. We will have a great time. I will be one of the best companions you ever had. And uh, I just don't want to be possessed. See, in, in a marriage, you're, 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 you become a, almost like a possession, right? Because you belong to someone, right? Right. What time are you coming home? Where are you going? You know, when you're coming back? You know, uh, hey, listen, my buddies uh, and I are, going to go play some golf. Is that okay with you? Uh, which is just being respectful, right? I, I would do that even with, if I had a roommate, right? I, I would be respectful, you know, because dinner, whatever. But I just don't want to be beholden. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be tied down. Was your ex-wife a very jealous person? Yes, extremely jealous. And are you a jealous person? Uh, I was for a long time, yeah. And it's still, I still have twinges of it. Well, sure. There are actually people who are polyamorous in a polyamorous relationship who would not want their partners then to be with other people. You, you know, no one is here to talk about what's fair or not because we can't really control what we feel. So it's possible for you to want to be able to see multiple people and at the same time not want your girlfriends to be seeing multiple people. Correct. But I'm okay. I'm, if what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Are you sure or are you trying to get there? Um, there's only one way to find out, right? So you haven't found out yet? No, I haven't. I haven't been able to find the right partner. Um, maybe you need to be looking in polyamorous communities. I where... did. I did. Oh, you did. I yeah. did. And I spoke to my friend who was in a polyamorous community and it's just eluded me. What are your thoughts on swinging? Like being in a room with another couple? 
and interchanging partners? Yeah. You know, it runs the gamut. It could be just sex in the same room. Yeah. It could be soft swap where you're messing around, but when it actually comes to intercourse, then you're with your own partner. Or it could be full swap. Yeah, yeah. It could also be full swap different rooms. I mean, there's, you can, it's a spectrum. I try it. I'm I'm open to it. But you just have never done anything like that. Not since college. But college, that was more of like an orgy. I mean, it wasn't like an adult kind of decision, you know, and we were just hot. Kind of young and stupid having fun. We were just having fun, you know what I mean? There was four of us in a room and, you know, two guys and two girls and, you know, we were just banging each other. <laughs> They're doing that these days, but as adults, like making smart decisions and having consent, right? Yes, they are. Could you see yourself in a relationship where, let's say you meet someone, mm-hmm. you guys are boyfriend, girlfriend, you are committed. But you have this other thing that you do. I mean, a lot of people describe it as a hobby where on weekends when you feel like it, you go to the sex club or maybe the girlfriend gets turned on watching you with someone else. Right. Where there's no lying and cheating. It's just like extracurricular sex. Yeah, 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 exactly. That could be fun. I'd like to try it. No harm, no foul. You know, if there's a way to do it where no one's feelings get hurt, why not? You only live once. I mean, come on. Um. Being an actor, and not just an actor because people recognize you, does that make it more difficult? Like if you were a nobody, like no one would recognize you, no one would know your face, your name, your voice, do you think it would be easier for you to kind of really jump into this? Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm not famous enough. That's the good news. (laughs) (laughs) You're not so famous that it would be completely scandalous. Exactly. But isn't there some sort of, I don't know, some some sort of attraction in being totally anonymous where you're not so accountable for what you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts, David? Are you like most like most typical men who, you know, the thought of two women together, that's like hot fantasy? I I had a threesome once with two women and myself. And yeah, it's, have you ever kissed like more than one person? Like three people are kissing at the same time? No, no. It'll blow your fucking mind. <laughs> It'll just blow your fucking mind. Well, well, wait a second. Were they all female though? It was, with yeah, you? it was me and two females. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask mm-hmm. you. If there was a male involved, do you think it still would have been that incredible? I don't, I, I'm not there yet. Are you of the mindset that it's okay for women to be together sexually? Would you think of them as lesbian or no? No. Okay. But what about two men? No, same thing. Really? Yeah. So you think it's possible for two men to be sexually intimate with each other and not be gay? Yeah. That's very open-minded. Yeah. I, I've, I've had a couple of homosexual experiences. And how were they? It wasn't for me. I like vagina. I, I, I like <laughs> vagina. No, no, not, not, not only do I like vagina, I love vagina. I think <laughs> the vagina is the most beautiful organ in the human species. It's unbelievably pretty. And I like, I like, a, I like a meaty vagina. I like a vagina with an enlarged clit, like a, a little larger clit. Wait a second. Have you seen those like really big ones? I have. I got one on my phone. I got one on my phone right now. 
your phone. Well, not right now. Oh, it's in my photos. Yeah, my cousin sent. Oh, photos. Yeah, my cousin sent it. To, <laughs> no, not a real live vagina in my phone. That would be a hell of a phone. Let me tell you something. If I can get a phone that had like a real live vagina in it, I, I'm good. I'm good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but you've seen the ones I'm talking about, where it's almost like a small yes, penis. Yes, I have. Wow, I am finding out things about my friend I never knew. <laughs> well, here's the good news. If you tell people yeah. what's really going on and who you really are, maybe they'll tell somebody else. And then that person might tell somebody else. And then somebody might come along to fulfill your all your wildest dreams. Well, that's one way to look at mm-hmm. it. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. From The only reason why I'm doing this conversation with you <laughs> is that hopefully you're going to tell somebody about it and, you know, or, you know, and uh, someone's going to come knocking on my door. Have you tried more of these websites? No. Because a lot of people that I'm talking to, their suggestion is to go on as many websites as you can. Join as many of those as you can. Be completely honest about what you're looking for. Yes. Which is really what you should be doing on, on any dating app, but especially when you're looking for something alternative like this. Um, just to weed everyone out and then, you know, expect that you're going to get people who are not truthful. Like, you know, they're using pictures from That's 10, 20 years ago. That is very true. It's going to happen anywhere. Yes. It's got to be frustrating to be at the age where you are ready to go out there and have fun. You're single. You can do this now. And yet you're kind of just not finding the fun you were looking for. Do you feel like it doesn't exist, like it was just better in your head? Or do you just feel like you just haven't gotten to the right people yet? I'm starting to think it may not be in my cards. I don't understand that because you really haven't had a lot of experience. You've only been on one website, right? Right. Like I said, it lacked intimacy, right? Mm -hmm. It lacked intimacy. So I I never really... um... Ah, I see what you mean. So it's actually a lot harder, just like in any monogamous or regular relationship. If you're just looking for sex, that can be found. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I do. But that's not... You're looking for more. I want a connection during the sexual experience. I don't want to be just to get off. I want to exchange. It's, it's an exchange of energy. It's not two people masturbating, right? Who, I can do that by myself. I don't need to be in a room with someone who's, you know, each of them are just trying to get off. I want, I want, I want our energies to, to meld together in the, in, the, in the sexual experience. It's just, it's unbelievable, you know? Sex should be a spiritual experience, not some, you know, dirty little, you know, peeping Tom sex show, masturbating. In the, it's, it, that's not what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I imagine that it can feel frustrating, but at the same time, to be at that age and still feel this want for something, does that still feel at least like that part of me is not dead yet? It's great, isn't it? Uh, it's, I'm, I'm 60 years old and like... Amazing. <laughs> well, now it's going to be out there. So, uh, fantastic. So, maybe someone will become knocking at your door. Well, I, I look forward to it. How about some last words on growing older and that part of you that, um, that part of you that I think so many people lose because, you know, they've dealt with jobs and children. spouses and maybe divorce and whatever other changes we all go through as we grow older. Do you have any kind of final parting words about aging 
and being that being that sexy old guy, David, the sexy old guy. Someone asked me once, how do you experience joy in your life? And I said, by practicing present moment awareness, as if this experience is the first, last, and only time that we'll ever get to share it with childlike innocence. Hmm. Well, that takes some mastering to get there. You have to lose all shame and all guilt. They don't exist. By the way, you're out there in the Jersey Shore. Yes. Are you ever going to come back to the West Coast? I don't know. I mean, I ask the universe every day, where do you want me to be? When do you want me to be there? And with whom do you want me to be there with? And if you just sit and wait, it'll let you know. Because I ask the universe, where do you want me to be? When do you want me to be there? And with whom do you want me to be there with? And you sent me a, a Facebook uh, private message. Mm-hmm. And you told me to be here today with you. And here you are. Let's go. Letting it all hang out, baby. Let it all (laughs) hang out. Awesome. That's actor David Marciano. You can look him up on social media, at David Marciano on Twitter. He's also on Facebook. And while you're at it, look us up as well. We're at Consent Adults on Twitter. And on Instagram, we're consenting underscore adults underscore show. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Lena Wynn. Next time on Consenting Adults, an intimacy coach talks about the different arrangements that couples have. She doesn't care if he has sex with other people. Part of their arrangement is that he's only with sex workers because she doesn't want there to be any possible feelings involved. It's just sex. And she wouldn't recommend anything she hasn't tried herself. That's next time on Consenting Adults.